I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at Dreamwalker 1960. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. In recent days, I've tried to expand my ministry by reaching out to some groups on Facebook that state they are for my fellow Christians, which forms I will not say, for I find it best not to do so. What I found there, in some cases, shocked and saddened me at the same time. Yes, there were many that did seem to be seeking true fellowship with other Christians. However, there was a minority that made me decide to make this podcast. So let us begin. Romans chapter 12, verse 16. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, snobbish, high-minded, exclusive, but readily adjust yourself to people, things, and give yourselves to humble tasks. Never overestimate yourself or be wise in your own conceit. That's from the Amplified Bible Classic. As you can see here, the word haughty has three words that describe it here. We will look at all four so people can start to understand the issue. Haughty, in the Greek, there are seven different words that equate to being haughty. What the various definitions boil down to is disdainfully or contemptuously proud, arrogant, and overbearing. Disdainfully is in a way that shows that someone does not like someone or something and thinks that they do not deserve interest or respect. Arrogant is unpleasantly proud and behaving as if you are more important than or no more than other people. Overbearing is too confident and too determined to tell others what to do in a way that is unpleasant. Snobbish or snob is a person who respects and likes only people who are of high social class and or a person who has extremely high standards who is not satisfied by the things that ordinary people like. High-minded is having very high moral standards or behavior and exclusive means excluding others from participation. As I think back through my life, I remember how quote-unquote Christians were portrayed in many movies and TV shows, especially in the most recent decades. The descriptions shown above meet this imagery portrayed in these mediums. But if you listened to what I said at the beginning of this study, I stated that those I encountered that behaved in this manner were in the minority. There are two things that is sad about this. First off, that those that made these scripts actually think that true Christians behave in this manner. Second, that those that do behave in this manner actually believe they are right with God. The last part of chapter 12 of Romans deals with showing how we are to behave within the body of Christ. Romans chapter 12 verses 9 through 21. Don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tight to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard 
and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people and don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge, I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you'll heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. The theme? To care and love for one another and to consider all to be your equal. But the question comes up, what does God think about those that think they are greater than others? James chapter 4 verses 5 through 6. Do not think the scriptures have no meaning. They say that God is passionate, that the spirit he has placed within us should be faithful to him, and he gives grace generously. As the scriptures say, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Proverbs 3.34 The Lord mocks the mockers, but is gracious to the humble. The scorner, aka mocker, is proud and haughty. A scorner, or scorn, a very strong feeling of no respect for someone or something that you think is stupid or has no value. A mocker is to treat with ridicule or contempt, deride. Deride is to laugh at someone or something in a way that shows you think they are stupid or have no value. God is against those that deride, scorn, and mock others. So if God is against this, what does this make those that behave in this manner? 2 Timothy 3, 1-5 You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. The key verse we are discussing today, though, is the second verse, so we will look at it all in the Amplified Classic. For people will be lovers of self and utterly self-centered, lovers of money and aroused by an inordate, greedy desire for wealth, proud and arrogant and contemptuous boasters. They will be abusive, 
blasphemous, scoffing, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. Scoffing or scoff, an expression of scorn, derision, or contempt. Derision is if you treat someone or something with derision, you express contempt for them. Contempt is lack of respect or reverence for something or someone. So these people, little others, think themselves are great. Verse 5 ends with this command. Stay away from people like that. Therefore, when these are encountered, we are told by the Bible to cut these people out of the body of Christ, which makes them the enemy of God. James 4, 4. You adulterers, don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again, if you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Consequently, these that are an enemy of God are in actuality of the world. If they are of the world, then it could be said they are not bearing fruit upon the vine who is Jesus Christ. John 15 verses 1 through 10. I am the grapevine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered unto a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me, and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. We must also remember that Jesus Christ said there were two commandments that are the greatest of them all. Matthew chapter 22, verses 36 through 40. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. The second is to love your neighbor as yourself. Would you ridicule yourself? Would you scoff at yourself? Would you seek to make a mockery of your own life? Would you have contempt for yourself? Proverbs says this, Pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before a fall. And what is this fall that is being referred here? 
Hebrews chapter 6, verses 4 through 6. For it is impossible to bring back to repentance those who were once enlightened, those who have experienced the good things of heaven and shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the good news of the word of God and the power of the age to come, and who then turned away from God. It is impossible to bring such people back to repentance by rejecting the Son of God, they themselves are nailing him up to the cross once again and hold him up to public shame. Those that believe they are greater, that they are perfect, that they are better, are leading themselves to their own destruction. For the only person able to remove a person from God is themselves. And part of that journey is by being haughty. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me. To make a name the world remembers But Jesus is the only name to remember And I to remember and I
if they remember me, only Jesus.